Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Hello? Hello, Mrs. Allen? Yes. I'm sorry to bother you, but is Betsy down there again? Well, do you hear them playing outside? (laughs) No. Impossible to keep an eye on. Well, she disappeared right after dinner, and she said, I'm going down to Susie's. And I said, all right, but she knows she's supposed to be home before dark, and I just... Uh-huh. Oh, well, thank you, Mrs. Elwin. What's the matter? Well, if you see her, Mrs. Elwin, you, you tell her to come right straight home, will you? <laughs> all right. Goodbye. It's not dark yet. Well, it will be. Oh, honey, stop worrying so about it. She's nine years old. You don't want to be one of these overprotective mothers. Smother love, I believe is what they call it. Well, common sense love, I call it. I don't want her walking along the road in the dark. I read things in the paper every day about No, it isn't dark yet. She always comes home in time. She is getting later and later. Besides, with her club fair tomorrow, everybody's tired from working on it all day, she should get home. Have to be up early. Mrs. Alwyn said she did not see the children playing outside, but she would look. Now, Betsy said she was going down there to Elwin's, and if she isn't there, where is she? Well, the Elwin's got a big apple orchard out in back and a big barn. They're probably out there. Well, I found out the other day they had walked way over, way over across the field to where that construction is going on, and Betsy told me about what fun they had going into some new house that's just being built. Well, I don't think children should be hanging around places like that. Oh, well, I agree with you there to begin with. They, they, they haven't any business being there, and... You're right, you're right. Accidents can happen. Well, I better go look for her. Of course, Betsy always gets mad when you go running after her. <laughs> Darling, for Pete's sake, you scared of your own daughter? No, but as you said, I don't want to seem overprotective. Oh, fiddlesticks. If she's playing around some construction work, I don't want her there either. Oh, now, what'd I do with the car keys? Oh, can't you walk 500 feet? Well, no, all right, I'll go look for them. Betsy, is that you? Yes, Mommy. Did your father bring you home? No. Well, what's the matter? Betsy? Why did you rush in the house and tear upstairs? You come right down here this minute. I'm just getting my sweater and some money. Your sweater and some money? Sweater and some money. What for? Betsy, Mother is talking to you. Now, now you get down here. To begin with, you know you're supposed to be home before dark, dear. You it know. Isn't dark yet? Yes, well, it will be. And when I called Mrs. Elwin, she said she couldn't see you and Susie playing outside, so Daddy went out to look for you. Well, I'm sorry, Mommy. I was all right. I was with Susie and Jimmy and some friends of his, and we just went down to the crossroads to look at the carnival. The carnival? Yes. There's the most wonderful carnival here, Mommy. I know there's a carnival. You walked all the way over to the crossroads? Susie and I were with Jimmy and his friends, and they're older. I was all right. 
And, oh, Mommy, it's just wonderful. They've got rides and everything. We didn't go in because we didn't have any money. But Jimmy said if Susie and I came home and got some money, they'd take us in. And we can go on the Ferris wheel and everything. Well, you are not going to any carnival. I think that's any place for a little girl. In fact, the idea of you going way down there without even asking permission. I was going to ask. I came home to ask. Susie asked her mother and she can go, and her mother even gave her some extra money. Well, you are not going to any carnival. Why? Susie's mother said she could go. It'd be all right. I'm not even going to discuss it. You're not going. We're not going alone. Susie's brother is going to take his friends and us, and they're older. Well, it doesn't make any difference. When Daddy comes home, I'm going to ask him. All right, when Daddy comes home, you can ask him, but I can assure you, your father is not going to let you go off to any carnival either. Well, I first drove down to the Elwins. The kids weren't there, so I drove all around the place looking... Well, it was a waste of time. Betsy is home. She's in the living room waiting for you. She is furious with me because I said she could not go off to that carnival with Susie and her brother and some of his friends. Well, the carnival? Yes, that's, that is where they were. They apparently walked way down to the crossroads and looked at the carnival. And Susie's brother said he'd take them if they came home and got some money. Oh, well, well she's not going to go to any carnival. Well, that's exactly what I told her, and she thinks I am the meanest mother in town. Susie's mother is letting her go. Susie's only nine years old, too, isn't she? Yes. I'm surprised that you always letting her go. I mean, it's dark. Well, and... I know. All right, that's their business, but Betsy's not going. Is that Daddy? Yes. Come on in and back me up, will you? Uh. Daddy, there's the most wonderful carnival. Yes, darling, I know. I just heard about it, but you are not going. Now, furthermore, there's no question about it at all, so there's just no use begging. Mother and Daddy said she could go. Honey, what Susie Elwin's mother and father let her do is their business. But the carnival is only going to be here for three days. And it's just wonderful. There's a Ferris wheel and a Crack the Whip and all sorts of rides. Now, I've got money for my allowance, so it won't cost you anything. The money has nothing to do with it. Then why can't I go? Betsy. Oh, Daddy, there's all sorts of wonderful things. There's a gypsy fortune teller and a bearded lady and an alligator boy and a man who eats fire. He has a flaming sword that's on fire and he swallows the fire. Betsy, to begin with, you know you can't go anywhere after dark. But it isn't even dark yet. And if you'd let me go now, I'd get there before it's dark. And anyhow, it isn't dark at the carnival. There are all sorts of light. It's real bright and it's just beautiful. The subject is closed, Elizabeth. You are not going. But why? Because we said so, that's why. Now, you don't need to look like that. One of these fly-by-night carnivals is no place for a little nine-year-old girl. Why? It's a wonderful place. There's even somebody there that's a half-man and half-woman. And Jimmy said there's a girl that doesn't have anything but a head. That's all there is to her is just a head. And she can smile and talk and everything. But all she has is a head. Betsy, 
Bessie, darling, oh, dear. It, it is ju- it's just a trick. It's just a trick. It's done with mirrors. I don't care. I want to see it. Well, you are not going to see it. You are not going to any carnival. Now, that is final, and we will just not discuss it anymore. But why? I told you why, because we said so. That's why. I think you're just mean. All right, all right. We're mean. You we're mean, and you hate us, but you're not going. You don't even give me a reason. We don't have to give you a reason, darling. We're your parents. Well, parents aren't always right. Oh, oh, oh is that so? Yes. And I think I'll I'll go as the psychotrist. A what? A what? A psychotrist. What's she talking about? I don't know. You know, you uh, Betsy, you don't mean a psychiatrist. Yes, whatever he is, he knows what to do and he can tell me. Now, wait a minute here, will you? Wait a minute. Where in Sam Hill did you ever hear about going to a psychiatrist? There was a boy in the fifth grade in school last year, Joey something, and he got kicked out of school, and his mother took him to a psychiatrist. And the psychiatrist told Joey's mother that she was wrong, that she should let Joey Joey do what he wanted to do. Well, now, oh, Betsy, I don't think any psychiatrist would say any such thing. Yes, he did, because Joey said that's what the psychiatrist said. Well, Well, Joey may have said that's what he said, but I can assure you that... Joey says even his mother told him he should do what the psychiatrist told him to do. And she said, I mean, he said the psychiatrist was wonderful. Well, Well, I'm not sure I get the point to all this. Are you trying to say, Betsy, that you feel a, a psychiatrist, as you call him, has more authority... Or knows better what you should do than your parents? Yes. I Um, think, Betsy, we had better try to explain to you what a psychiatrist is. Well, dear, I think instead of that, we had better try to explain to her what parents are. Betsy, now look at me. We love you, honey. You're too little to be wandering around a carnival, even with older children. Now, why do you think Daddy works so hard, huh? So you can have a nice home, plenty of food and clothes. Now, if Daddy didn't work and earn money, you wouldn't have things like a a pretty new dress for school. Bicycle. All the things you have. You have them because Daddy works hard, earns the money to pay for them. Now, you understand that, don't you? Yes. All right. Now, why do you think your your, your mommy worked so hard, cooking nice meals for you, washing and ironing your clothes and taking you places, teaching you proper manners, Oh, it's because you'll... So you'll grow up to be a nice girl. Children have to be taught the difference between right and wrong. Now, as your mommy says, Mommy and Daddy love you. We aren't trying to be mean to you. We're trying to be good to you. And don't you see that? Yes. Well, then, you see? If you want to be good to me, why can't I go to the carnival? Because we said so, and we're your parents, and that is final. I'm going to run away from home, and then you'll be sorry. You go to your room. That's where you'll run. Just go to your room. I am. I'm going to pack my suitcase. Well, how about it? Is she, uh, she packing her suitcase? I don't know. She has the door closed to her room. Yeah, well, just take my advice. Don't worry about it, see? No. I, I doubt if she leaves home tonight. It's dark now. Well, I'm not worried about that as a fact that she hates us. Oh, nonsense. Hates us. She does, and I know just how she feels. I had a terrible fight with my mother once. 
It was about 14, and I wanted to go to a movie at midnight with our crowd. They were, they were all allowed to go. And it was a Saturday, and she wouldn't let me. I said the most awful things to her. I've never forgotten it. Well, I think your mother was absolutely right. Well, I do, too, now, but I certainly didn't think she was then. Well, when Betsy grows up, and if she does remember this carnival business, she'll realize then that that we were right, too. Maybe so, but I don't like her feeling this way now. Maybe we should get a babysitter for Bobby and take her to the carnival ourselves for half an hour or so, and then maybe she'll... Oh, you crazy? We'll do no such thing. There, there, there's just no place for her. I've seen I those... know that. I know that. And we have to be up so early in the morning with a fair here tomorrow. But we'd be with her. And, and if she had a ride on the Ferris wheel, maybe just one, Look, you know, that would... Be... She doesn't want to go with us anyhow. Don't you realize that? Even if we did take her. She wants to go with her friends. Yes, I suppose. Anyhow, I, I'm surprised you're even suggesting that, that, that you know... I know, could... but I just remembered my fight with my mother and how unreasonable I thought she was. Betsy kept saying, why couldn't she go? You know, we couldn't seem to give her a reason that she understood. We don't have to give her a reason. Don't you understand? We're her parents. If we say no, that's enough. If parents do what they know is right, they are not obligated to apologize or give reasons. And I think it's time that we understood that. Yes, yes, you're right. Oh, it's all so hard. I don't know. (laughs) Well, do you mind if I ask her if she'd like a dish of ice cream? No, 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 that's okay. Betsy! Would you like some ice cream? Betsy? No, thank you. Mm-hmm. She's still mad at us. Well, I don't think we have any ice cream anyhow. You'd have to drive down to the store. Oh, I don't mind that. Let's give her another chance, huh? Oh, you Betsy, are... I'm driving town, uh, downtown to get some ice cream. What kind do you want, vanilla? Let him be Okay, darling. You know, you stop worrying, will you? In her heart, Betsy knows we're on her side. Mm, I guess so. I wish you'd be on my side once in a while and get the kind of ice cream I want. I hate <laughs> butter pecan. Okay, darling. <laughs> uh, chocolate chip, chip mint. mint. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. right. For you, butter pecan for Betsy. Pineapple tutti frutti for me. Oh, Boy, huh? life yes. is getting so complicated. <laughs> Couple Next Door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunn.